Hey, it's me, your Samsung Galaxy Watch 5. Rise and shine. Eight hours? That was a deep sleep. Nice. Let's hit the gym. 501, 502, haha, <laughs> just kidding. 30's really good though. Come on, we're going to be late. All right, first date. You nervous? Relax, de-stress. Breathe in and out. Feel more, move more. Search Galaxy Watch 5. Hello and welcome back to my channel. Today we are going to be talking about missing Evelyn Boswell. She's a 15-month-old from Tennessee. This story is eerily similar to the story of Casey Anthony. And if you follow true crime, I'm sure you're very familiar with Casey Anthony and her daughter Kaylee. And this is very important. I wanna get this out now. I want you to listen to this story and tell me what your thoughts are. I want you to tell me if you think Evelyn's mom did it or if Evelyn's grandmother did it. Um, I honestly can't decide. And so I really wanna see what you guys have to say about this case because no charges have been filed in this case, and so it is still up in the air. Um, so yeah, just listen to the story, tell me what you think, because I'm genuinely, genuinely cur curious. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to my channel so you don't miss any future videos. And let's get started. So we'll start out with Megan Boswell, which is Evelyn's mother. Megan Boswell was born March 21st, 2001, so she was 17 at the time that she had Evelyn. Her mom, Andrea Boswell, was in and out of jail. She had a, a vast criminal record, as well as her dad, Tommy Sr. He also was known to get in some trouble. Um, they both had domestic violence charges against both of them. They were both accused of being violent with one another. Megan's older brother, Tommy Boswell Jr., they had a really rough upbringing. Their parents fought all the time. They split up and got divorced after having Elijah, which was Megan's younger brother. Um, then they got back together shortly after that and had Charlotte until they finally split back up the final time in 2018. At one point, Andrea was actually arrested for driving on a suspended license. Her kids were also in the car with her and none of her kids had seatbelts on. So she was arrested and while she went in front of a judge, her ex-husband Tommy showed up and begged the judge for full custody of their children and the judge granted full custody to Tommy Sr. And after the judge grants full custody, he takes the kids and moves to Muddy Creek, Tennessee. Tommy Jr. at the time was 18 or older, so he was on his own, but the two younger kids, Charlotte and Elijah, lived with Megan and her daughter in the same home. Now, Tommy owned his own business and he ran his business on his property, so he had a large property with their home, a working shed, and a double bay garage. So I'll start this story in September of 2019. I scrolled back on Megan's Facebook profile, which is still live. And in September of 2019, Megan wrote a post sharing some pictures of baby Evelyn saying, I'm not the best mom in the world, but I try so hard for this little beauty. I can't even explain the love I feel for her and I know she loves me too. Lately, my life's been really sucky, but she'll come reach for me and say, mom, mom, and my heart melts and I'm reminded of her unconditional love. You can say whatever you want about being a young mom, but I promise you my life is so much better with this angel. My life wasn't ruined when I had her. She gave me a purpose and a reason to wake up every day and to better myself. There's no love like the love from your child. 
Later that month, she also shared a quote that says, if we can put dogs down for biting folk, then we can put a human down for raping and killing a six-year-old. So obviously she's against child abuse. I just thought that this post was a little ominous considering what happened to her daughter. In December of 2019, Megan's mom, Angela, gets out of jail and starts dating a man named William McLeod. William McLeod had a criminal past of his own. It was actually a rather violent criminal past and they were known to watch Evelyn together. Um, they, were, they were always together, but there were times that Andrea would allegedly watch Evelyn and I'm assuming William was probably around, so. Then in February of 2019, Tommy Sr., Megan's father, calls police to report Evelyn missing and that nobody had seen her since the day after Christmas. So this is almost two full months after the family has seen baby Evelyn. He finally calls to report her missing and an Amber Alert is released. Sullivan County Sheriff's Office starts an investigation and the sheriff says that he's never seen a case like this. They also announced during a press conference that they're looking for a silver 2007 BMW and they didn't say who they believed were in the car or why they were looking for it, just that it was somehow related to the case. Meanwhile, Megan told police that the last time she saw Evelyn was when she dropped her off with the babysitter so that Megan could go to work. She told the police that the babysitter had Evelyn and that she thought she could trust her, but she hasn't gotten in touch with her and she hadn't told police because she was afraid that it would make the babysitter angry and lash out. So she was actually protecting Evelyn. This sounds eerily similar to Casey Anthony. If you are interested in true crime, you're probably familiar with that story. I've said before that I don't know if I'll ever make a story on Casey Anthony just because that whole case totally enraged me, but you know, maybe, maybe I'll change my mind. I don't know. I seem to be on this trend. I just noticed today that I seem to be on this trend of sharing stories mostly about moms abusing or killing their children. First Lori Vallow, Letitia Stouch, Stock, however you pronounce it, and now this, and I don't know. I guess, I guess I am just intrigued by these stories because I cannot fathom doing that to my children. It blows me away. It is something I cannot empathize with. I cannot understand. It is so mind boggling to me that maybe that's why I'm so interested in it because I just can't imagine. Um, I just can't imagine what goes through someone's head to do that kind of thing, so. But anyway, back on track. So first she tells the police that Evelyn is with the babysitter. She knows that she's with the babysitter, but she can't get a hold of the babysitter and is afraid that this babysitter is gonna get pissed if she calls the cops and then take it out on Evelyn, whatever. Megan's second story was that Angela was the one who took Evelyn and threatened Megan if she tried to get her back. And she also said that William was with Angela at the time. So that brings me back to that silver BMW. Police found the car and when they pulled it over, Andrea and William were in the car. So they were arrested for stealing the car because the owner of the car was actually trying to sell it to Megan. But before the deal ever went through, the car disappeared. William told the cops that Megan gifted them the car. And that's interesting to me because let's talk about either side of this suppose that she did gift them the car. She is a teen mom, okay, with a child. She's living with her dad. How in the world is she gonna afford to get a silver BMW to gift to her mom's boyfriend? I don't know. But 
On the other hand, if she didn't actually give them the car, which I don't think was ever the intention, how did they end up with the car that Megan was trying to buy? It just seems a little too coincidental that Megan's trying to buy this car, the car goes missing before the deal ever goes through, and it was actually Megan's mom and boyfriend that had the car. So it kind of just makes me wonder, like, how did that really happen? Like, did they all work together on this? I don't know. I guess we'll never know really the truth, but. There was no sign of Evelyn in the car, and they told police that they were traveling from Virginia. They had allegedly gone to a campsite in Virginia, so they were arrested in North Carolina, even though they lived in Tennessee. So they had gone all the way to Virginia, got arrested on their way back. No sign of Evelyn. However, Megan, I assume, heard this information because she used it later in her third version of events. On February 21st, Megan has her first public interview. She's leaving Bristol Family Court for an unknown reason when a reporter asks Megan to describe Evelyn. And here is a part of her interview. So let's get into the last time you saw her. Tell me what that time was like and when that was. Well, actually I wanna talk about that. I've told TBI where to find her in Mendota. My mom took her to a campground and a silver camper, and if they don't go tonight, I'm going to go find her myself. Because I've told them, and they're not really, like, taking it seriously, and if they don't go tonight, like, I will go myself and go get her. Tell me about the last time, though, that you saw Evelyn. Tell me what you guys did and when that was. We went to go out to eat, and then my mom came and got her. She was wearing a little hot pink tracksuit with the matching bow and little matching shoes. And was this December 20, like, right after Christmas? December a little bit before Christmas. Christmas. My mom, like you can ask her, is a very vindictive, manipulating person, and yes. she basically yes. like threatened me the whole time that she was gone. Do you know who has Evelyn right now? It, she dropped her off somewhere in Mendota at a silver camper. But my mom would always say the person, not like people, plural. So there is a person that has her in Mendota? They're not taking me seriously, TBI isn't, because I've not fully told them. I've been like, hey, like my mom camped out at Mendota, you only go check them out, but I've never been like specifically, hey, she's not your silver camper, because my mom did threaten me, like, you know, if I told anybody. I'm not going to get into that, but she did. So your mom has had Evelyn the whole time? Or the whole time? Or the person that is in Mendota has had her the whole time. Tell me... Why, or why do you let your mom take care of her? Did, did she take her from you that night? And Well, she was just supposed to babysit her because I was going to work. And then when did you know that something was wrong? Well, whenever, like, she picked me up Wednesday, and I told her, like, hey, they're doing a press release about the Ambler thing, and then she freaked out, and that's why they couldn't find her. Like, nobody talked to her for days until they arrested her. She just kind of, poof, gone. But she kept trying to take me to Mendota, and I kept asking. I was like, oh, are you taking me to Evelyn? And she would never tell me yes or no. And I was like, well, if you're not, I'm just calling my police station to come and get me. Like, I'm not playing these games with you. And so tell me, the day that you dropped her off with your mom to let her babysit, was there anything off about your mom that day? Did you have any suspicions? you know, suspicion that she was going to take your child? No. Well, I called her, and she was just like, oh, she's safe, like, you know, that kind of thing. And then she started threatening me, which, like I said, I'm not going to get into, like, everything she threatened me with, you know, because I'm just not, but... Obviously now that you, you believe you know who has her, what do you have to say to them? To just bring her back. Look her camera. I just want her back. That's all I want. 
I've been so long without her, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, why didn't you afford it? missing earlier because my mom threatened me, and I just want her back. That's all I can think about is how much I just want her back. Just when she left and took off and just to answer her phone. Talk to me about why your dad made that report. Because he was talking to my mom the night before and he was like, oh, well, if she doesn't come home, I'm going to call. And she was going on, well, you're going to regret this. Like, I'm going to have to leave and never be able to come back. You will regret this. Was there a reason that, um, you know, that you didn't make the call and it was your dad? Because mom kept threatening me if I made the call. Well, you said that you've had some issues with your mom in the past. Was there a reason you decided to let her babysit her that night? I know that, you know, you said that you had Well, she's my mom. I wanted to trust her. Sheriff Cassidy told the media on Friday, I was there, that you were giving conflicting statements. Because I wouldn't necessarily, I was trying to protect my mom, maybe in hopes, oh, well, she'd just tell them where Evelyn was, but obviously she's not going to. So now you're coming out and you're saying this is the honest truth, that you know where she is. I know, I know she has to be in a campground in Mendota with somebody. And mom told me that they had a silver camper and that's all she would tell me. Are you cooperating as much as you can with TBI and the Sullivan County Sheriff's Department? I am. But just tell me, you know, how so are you, um, you know, constantly on the phone with them, talking to them about the tips, anything like that? Yeah, and I've looked into stuff online myself, like, you know, people are like circulating pictures around me, like, oh, this is Evelyn, you know what I'm saying, and like, that kind of thing, but no. And like Saturday, nobody would answer me, and I blew all their phones up. Um, so. And every chance they've let me be up there, I have been up there. And um, Wednesday will be a week since the Amber Alert went out. Tell me what you're thinking right now. I just don't know if the person who has her is like maybe scared that they're going to get in trouble. But they won't. They just bring her back. What are you thinking about her current status right now? Do you think she is okay? Do you think she's being taken care of? What is your message to authorities right now, to the TBI, Sullivan County, and all of the sheriff's departments and any authority that's working on this case? Just that if they don't take it seriously, what I just said, I will go find her myself. They've told me before they'll arrest me for tampering with evidence, and I told them on my phone, I was like, I don't care if you arrest me for tampering with evidence. If you go up there, I'm going to deny it. Do you have a message to the public? Don't stop until she's back. I don't, they stop, they need to stop reporting, like, psychics, for one, like, come on. You know what I'm saying? Because that just wastes the TBI's time when they could be actually trying to find my daughter. So I also want to point out that Megan, at the time of Evelyn's disappearance, was dating a boy named Hunter Woods. And when Hunter was questioned by authorities, he said he knew of Evelyn, but had never actually met her. Because Megan told Hunter that Evelyn was with her biological dad in Louisiana. However, her biological dad, Ethan Perry, was not involved in Evelyn's life. He was active in the military and he just didn't play a prevalent role in Evelyn's life. And he also admitted that he never had Evelyn. So I don't know when Hunter said that this happened, but the dates are very important because she alleges that Evelyn went missing the day after Christmas. But the police believe that she actually probably went missing sometime between December 10th and 11th. So Megan's third story that she tells the police was that the last time she saw Evelyn was a few days before Christmas, but that Angela has her. 
She painted Angela in this horrible negative light, and I'm not saying that she didn't deserve it, but she says that the night Evelyn went missing, Angela was babysitting and just never gave her back. She also says that the night before Tommy Sr. called the police, he called Angela and told her he would call the police to report Evelyn missing. Angela said that if he did that, she would leave and never come back and that he would greatly regret that decision. Megan then tells a local news station via Facebook Messenger that she is pregnant and she just comes out with this information that she is pregnant and that she would take a lie detector test to prove her innocence. However, she can't because she's pregnant. The cops catch wind of this and see the messages and they think it's very odd because a lie detector test never has come up in any of their conversations. They haven't offered her to take one. There's been no mention of a lie detector test. So the fact that she just comes up with that on her own is bizarre. So shortly after this, she actually gets arrested, not in relation to Evelyn's disappearance, but she gets arrested for falsely reporting because she keeps changing her story. So when she is in jail, they take a test or they give her a pregnancy test and it comes back negative. And so it is confirmed that she lied about being pregnant. So she was arrested on February 26th. And then two days later, authorities were seen at her older brother, Tommy Jr.'s house near Boone Lake. They were allegedly searching for a pillow and a piece of styrofoam. They removed a bag from underneath the mobile home and they were also seen removing a pillow. So the rumor was that Angela told a cellmate that Megan accidentally smothered Evelyn, which would make sense considering the police removed a pillow from the residence and they were essentially searching for a pillow. So, I mean, I could see how that would tie together. Then on March 6th, authorities found remains in a working shed on Tommy Senior's property. And those remains were confirmed to be 15 month old Evelyn. She was found wearing the same clothes that she was last described in, a hot pink tracksuit, matching tennis shoes, and a bow in her hair. Once she's found, the Boswell family stops talking. And then shortly after on March 25th, Angela is arrested with her new beau, Larry Chad Fields, for breaking into Angela's dad's house, stealing two televisions, a shotgun, and a pistol, and various other items. They were allegedly to be sold for drug money. So they were arrested and charged with drug and aggravated burglary charges. Later, William McLeod was arrested for violating a protection order, assaulting his ex-girlfriend and child. He remains in jail awaiting trial on those charges. Megan has been charged with a total of 11 counts of false reporting. And since Evelyn was found, an autopsy of course has been performed, but the results of that autopsy have yet to be released. So the cause of her death is still unknown. And as of today, July 17th, 2020, no charges have been filed in the death of Evelyn Boswell. So the question remains, who killed baby Evelyn? Tell me what you think below. I wanna know what you think happened. Was Megan a victim of a manipulative, violent, and abusive mother? Or is Megan another Casey Anthony who had a huge part in her daughter's disappearance and ultimate death, but decided to blame everyone around her rather than take responsibility? I honestly can't decide on this one. So I want you to tell me what you think. I'm very curious to hear what the opinions are on this case. Until next time, thanks for watching.